He just clicked live so we can stop talking about all of our nudie websites we use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what's man. the one that I've been watching? It's called What Gender Is This Person? But, yeah. um, <laughs> it's a thrill. You just never know, right? Is that, exactly. Is it like Tinder? You swipe left or right for boy or girl? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's one of them. Uh, it's got a pole, you know. What kind? Got, you know, you click on the pole or whatever. <laughs> yeah. See what everybody else thinks. Oh, dude. Oh, that's, that's, you know, the sad thing is that's probably out there somewhere. Oh, you're absolutely right. Dude. It is <laughs> it's a crazy world we live in. Dude, you ain't lying. Hey, speaking of crazy worlds, though, I know we got people probably just kind of filing in here, getting started. I'm just firing from the hip here. So being a Southern guy, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're kind of into like the orchards and the things like that, right? So, what do you have for apple orchards out your way? Anything? No, not really no. my way. Um, I'm trying to think. Because where, where I can think of, there's there's a lot of grapes. It's really it's just super humid here. Uh-huh. Um, but you know we've got we've got like a, there's like a North Duplin wine winery, and they have like a you know. Yeah, I see more grapes. I don't remember seeing a lot of apples though. No, I, I didn't know. I mean, maybe that apple stuff was like further up north too. I don't know. Where I'm going with that is, um, so my my drink of choice for the podcast here. So I found I'm a I'm a big pink lady apple guy. Really like I like apples uh-huh. in general, but I found this pink lady uh, apple juice. It's made with nothing but pink lady apples. Oh wow, dude! It, it, it hey, it'll knock your socks off. Change your life. I wonder. Yeah, I don't. I mean, dude, I you know I. The opposite of green is my thumb or whatever, but uh, I don't know. I guess they ha- would it have to be cooler weather for apples? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe like up north or I don't yeah. maybe some, maybe somebody in the chat here can help. Eric's here. What's up, Eric? How you doing? Jason's here too. Uh, we're just trying to figure out where they grow apples so we can go start our own apple orchard and make Pink Lady apple juice. Yeah. Where did Johnny Appleseed go? I mean, I don't yeah, remember where? what state. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember where he went. What is his physical address? We need to know. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude all he did was eat apples man i bet the dude had a shit a lot dude hey no lie so this one time we went to speaking of which <laughs> so we go to we'd been playing softball all day long and uh dude we go to denny's that night and my, i got this buddy like dude he drinks everything in like massive quantities like when we were kids he's drinking a gallon of milk a day oh wow so we go to we go to denny's one night it's like 10 10 11 o'clock you know denny's open 24 7 whatever and he's like, oh, he's like, can I get some apple juice? And she's like, yeah. She brings out the glass and uh, he says, actually, can you just bring me one of those things you fill it up with? He goes, I'm probably just going to drink that. So he drank like a half gallon of apple juice in probably 20 minutes. Oh, wow. About 15 minutes later, he says, oh, guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> Straight to the bathroom with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I have a dude that used to play with us. Um, he's a big old rascal. He's about six four or something about three three plus whatever yeah and, he, and his name was tiny and um <laughs> love it dude we'd go out to eat every time man and he would run a poor waitress to death with drinks dude i was like God. i said dude just get a pitcher i was like come on yeah the girls and then, and then you'd almost like yeah i mean i'd have to tip for him you know what i'm saying <laughs> I'm just like, yeah because i felt so bad for the girl running back and forth trying to get him drinks and he would just go any shit with that stuff dude i was just like ah Hey, I'm typing here. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. So he, he's the same way. Like you know, he, he's a big dude. We always just make fun of him. So it's funny because he was uh, he was actually premature by like 
gosh, I want to say uh, eight or nine weeks, maybe even more than that. Like when Holy he was cow. like, like it was bad enough. I, I don't know. Maybe it was longer than that. It was bad enough that like his mom could hold him in her two hands. And, wow. and now he's uh six, six, three forty. He's a, just a behemoth. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a friend. Her son was like that. She could hold him in one hand, and he was so. I mean, it was pretty much certain that he wasn't going to make it. And hell, dude, he's playing college baseball now. Yeah, it's so crazy, man. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Wonders and Marvel, uh, wonders and marvels of modern medicine. I mean, absolutely. There's no reason to think I couldn't live to be two, three hundred years old. Yeah. Talladega Nights, anybody? Uh, I doubt it worked for me. <laughs> I went to the doctor. I recently went to the doctor. It wasn't good. So. You know what? You tell him you don't know nothing. Your mom said you're perfect the way you are. Yeah. He's like, you know, I said, dude, I came here for you to tell me I'm fat. I just kind of knew that before I came in. <laughs> like, right. I get that. Yeah. But, I mean, I can trick him, though. I can trick him with my blood pressure and stuff. So, I yeah. got him. You got you got him good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I got him. That's all that counts. As, as long as oh, as absolutely. long as the heart pumping's doing good, we're we're all right. That's oh, way, yeah, that's man. the way I look at it. <laughs> no, no caffeine before I go in, I'm good. So. Yeah, right. Just got the monster waiting in the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, I'm a Diet Coke fiend, dude. I swear, dude. Diet it's, Coke it's guy. Bad. Oh my god, yeah. You ever I, mess I with like uh, you ever mess with like the Diet Cherry Coke? Uh, by accident. Oh I mean, it, yeah, by accident one time I tried it out. It, it was all right. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't something uh, I could do. I just it's kind of like the reason I used to like so much. I like beer so much. I like the strong carbonation. Oh okay. Taste or something. Yeah, and yeah. diet coke seems to give that to me a little bit. So yeah, I but, I, um, I do think they carbonate like the diet sodas more just to make it more desirable. Yeah, like I can't do Pepsi, but I, diet coke man is. Ooh, I don't know what it is, dude. I mean. I would do things in prison to a man for some Diet Coke. <laughs> See, that's that's how I feel about Coke, uh, Pepsi. Pepsi, uh, what is it, the Zero Sugar Pepsi or whatever it is, the Pepsi Zero, whatever they call it. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, um, that, especially like the Wild Cherry version, I can relate. I can definitely I, relate. <laughs> I've never been a Pepsi guy. I don't know why. And so, they used to do those taste tests around us all the time, the um, Pepsi, like Pepsi Challenge or something. Yeah, and, they, and it was like I was the dude that always screwed their numbers up because I was always one that picked Coke. And, and uh, but yeah, we used to do it. They used to do that every grocery store. We used to go into them like, heck yeah, dude, they drop pick all the Coke they want. But, Wouldn't have it, huh? Well, no, it was just I always screwed their numbers up because I was always pick, I always picked Coke and it was a Pepsi called the Pepsi Callan. So I didn't kind of, you know, they were like, pick which one you like the best, and, and I was like, nah. You, you, know, you, you don't you want to hear that answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I told him. I mean, I thought I didn't care, but you ever, you ever realize that? Oh, uh, was this weird thing I read the other day about about Coke. Is Coke is the only person that won't like? They have like a secret ingredient that they will not let out or something. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that. And there's only like a handful of people that have access to where the secret ingredient is. Yeah. As yeah. far as like you know, they have it like the recipe or whatever. It's it's like somewhere hidden in a vault, and like only like what did they say? Like three people know the the code or whatever. That's nuts. Yeah, I know. I'm like I'm curious what it is. I'm like you know, goat's butt hair or something. I mean, it just who knows? It. I mean, I'm trying to find out. I just want to keep drinking it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I, just, I saw that the other day. And I was like, what? I mean, but I mean, I don't. I, I can't imagine. I don't know, man. Maybe competition. I couldn't imagine a lot of people um, wanting to know it that bad. 
You wouldn't think anyway, but I've also seen people offer lots of money to steal prototypes just so they can see what's inside of them, right? Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> so, Geo, just catch up with chat here. Geo says, uh, senior softball canceled for the weekend. Upcoming SSUSA Midwest Championships in St. Louis, and coffee is a necessity over 40. Just saying, well, I'm not 40, and I drink coffee. I got the most darling little coffee cup for my daughter for Father's Day. So that's that's my mainstay in my locker. That's my coffee cup in the mornings. You got to keep it locked down. Yeah, I I tell you, dude, I I never got into coffee yet. So I like I said, I do my diet coke, but um, my dad, dude, he used to drink that stuff till he would drink it until the afternoon, and then he would drink like a soda, and then he would leave here early at work and um go home and start drinking Budweiser. And I'm just like, ne- <laughs> I never saw that man drink water at all, man. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't understand that. My brother, he so he trims trees for a living. Even when it's hot outside, he's still out cutting trees. And it's like, man, dude, it's 110 degrees outside, and you, he just drinks Pepsi all day long. Uh, he's like, oh, I drink a gallon of water at home. Like, yeah, but what about during the day? Like, God, no, dude. No, man. I'm not, dude. I couldn't do it. Oh, man, I couldn't do it. Some people are just dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, dedicated listen. Dedicated it's, there's some people, man, that can just do things we can't do. You know, it's what it was. It the Burt Kreischer thing. He always talks about the Mickey Mantle gene. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's just some people like that, man. I mean, just let's see. Gio uh, wants to see the coffee cup. Let me see if I can get the coffee cup pulled up here. Got to see the coffee cup. All right. So, oh gosh, here we go. It's a big deal. This, I don't know if you got the, the the feed pulled up or not. Yeah, dude. That's pretty yeah. cool. Hey, man. My, um, my niece made me a Father's Day like, poster. Uh-huh. It was like li- listing my traits and stuff. And I was just like, it was pretty funny. But it was cool. I mean, it was pretty cool she did it. And, um, she did uh, like a big poster for me for Father's Day. Dude, kids get kind of like. Go ahead. Kind of like what you. Kind of like, like with your cup, though. I mean, it just kind of says that it was like. He's, you know, I can't remember the stuff she said. I have no idea. I put it in my, I was going to put it in the refrigerator. Um, God, I can't remember the stuff. It was like one of them was funny and stuff like that. But, and, uh, but she just did this whole, it drew a picture of me and then it just did all these traits of, or not traits or just adjectives, I guess you could say. But, uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny how like the kids can do stuff like that. It just always gets you right in the feels. Oh yeah, Absolutely. So Jason Jason Hernan says uh, Coke is definitely better than Pepsi. Matthew Clark says the same thing. Matthew Clark says there's apples in Michigan, by the way. Uh, it was cooler up there, so yeah. I wouldn't doubt we don't have like apples in the mountains. Maybe I could be wrong. Um, let's see. Does it say on here? Um, Warren, Michigan. Actually, how close are you to Warren, Michigan, Matthew? You should definitely go out and try. This apple juice. This is actually Fuji apple. I grabbed a few different varieties. But the Pink Lady is the best one, but this is actually Fuji apple. I just saw that. I got Fuji apple and Granny Smith we're working on here tonight. But listen, you had a story you were starting on right before we got started with the podcast here. Uh, you picked up a player out of the parking lot? Oh, yeah. So so basically, um, we're going to a tournament. We get there at the ball field. I think we're playing in Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. That toy's not, uh, I can't remember, but we had two guys on the way. 
we only had eight people there, but it, the guy said there's no way they were going to make it. Like something happened, like their car broke down. I can't remember. And we were like, we had eight guys. And I said, yeah, we can play with eight. But I said, dude, you don't want to do it. So basically you're going to play with three outfielders, no second baseman. And this dude was out there walking around, and we said, hey, man, um, the guy around our team, he said, hey, can you play softball? You want to play with us like that? And the guy was like, hell yeah. And he's just, just all pumped up. And the dude, I don't know what he was doing in the park. I have no idea. <laughs> and, just happened to be out there? Yeah. He goes to his car, dude. This is no lie. He's wearing, like, uh, I think it's either, I can't remember what kind of pants he had on, but he cut the legs out and made them shorts. No. no on the spot? Yeah, on the spot. I was like, what? this dude was like, it was funny, man, but I was just like, okay. So we get to the field, man. He was like, hey, I need a glove, which we know. We're like, we gave him a glove and stuff like that. He said, hey, we're going to put you at second base. Are you going to be okay? And he's like, absolutely. So we play with nine. And um, we went, we had a pretty good team. And um, we're playing and stuff. And the guy, man, everything hit to him. That dude sucked up. I mean, he was sucking it up left and right. But when he went to throw, it looked like he never threw a ball before. And, but he would get the guy out, but it looked like he never threw the ball before. Really? Yeah. And I was like, what in the world? So we get done, man. We win the game. We go out in the parking lot, and we're like, hey, man, you know, guys often said, hey, come out here and you have a beer with us or whatever. And he said, hey, we our guys will be here in a little bit. We appreciate you playing and stuff like that. And then one of the guys had said, hey, man, quick question. He says, um, what's up with your arm? Did you injure your arm or something? We noticed you throwing it in first. He goes, oh, no, man, I'm left-handed. Y'all gave me the – um." A right hand throw. No way! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. He plays a whole game opposite handed. No way! Bro, yeah, that is like, wild! Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> did he hit left handed or did he hit right handed? I don't remember him hitting. That's the only thing. I just remember them, you know, the throwing thing was the issue and stuff. I know he didn't suck. Because like if you suck, you kind of stand out. Yeah, Either sure. If you're really if you're really good or you suck real bad, you stand out. And he didn't stand out, so. Oh my gosh, um, dude, that is hilarious. And I'm doing true story. I'm not like true story. Like I, I am clipping this and putting it on Facebook. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that is freaking gold. Yeah, we I posted it on um, John King's one time, and I don't think anybody believed me, but uh, but yeah, it was, it was we played for the uh. I can't remember what we were called back then. We were either CSS or Poor Boys, but I'm not sure. But it was the same group of guys. Yeah. But that, yeah. <laughs> that's that is absolutely wild. Like, and, and he just like roughed it out. He wasn't like, "Hey, you got a left handed glove." Yeah. Did you, what um, did you have a, an extra left handed glove in the dugout by chance? I, you know what? Uh, let me think. I'm trying to think if we had a lefty. Nah, I don't think. I don't think so. Probably not. So maybe that's the reason why. I mean, I didn't think about it, cause he, but I mean, I remember them saying, hey, man, here's a glove, and they didn't even ask him. Yeah, you know right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just took it and went, he went to go. I mean, he was. So well, this this man is an absolute animal. He cuts his he cuts his jeans into shorts, <laughs> goes out, yeah. plays an opposite-handed shortstop, and then did he stick around or did he just bounce out? No, he had a few beers with us and then left, because we our guys had basically showed up, and we had enough. He was like, he... He thanked us for letting us letting him play and stuff, and we're just like, okay. And I never saw the dude again. But um, dude, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, I was like, for three innings, I kept saying in the dugout, "That dude cut his pants off." I was like, "That's all I said for like three innings straight." I was like, "That dude cut his pants off and played with us." I was like, 
Whatever, dude. I see. I love softball for like the random run-ins and stuff like that, right? So oh, absolutely. We're we're at we're at one time when we're hitting, and this guy gets out of his truck. He pulls up, gets out of his truck, and there's like six or seven of us out there. We're just out there jackassing around, whatever. And dude walks up, and he's like, you know, he he looks athletic. I mean, he's he's good. He's trim. He's fit. He's a good-looking guy and a homo. Like he's like he's the package, right? Uh-huh. So. I'm like, you know, this guy's like, hey, he's like, you guys mind if I take a few swings? I'm like, uh, if I, I mean, who's going to tell the guy no, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Dive on in there, pal. Whenever you're ready. He's like, do you care what bat I swing? I was like, not really. So I haven't done this in a while. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Thinking like, you know, this dude's whatever. He takes a few swings and uh, he, he barreled a couple of balls, but he looked like a fish out of water. Like, uh-huh. I was kind of like, all right, you know, this dude's just doing his thing. We're going to let him hang out with us. Because I'm one of those people, like, I can make a friend out of anybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so he, he he takes a few swings, like, man, that wasn't very good, was it? I was like, man, listen, you did fine. Ain't no big deal. We'll get it figured out, you know. So he's like, you got a glove? He's like, I wouldn't mind going to Shag for a few minutes. So I, I, I toss him a glove. I had an extra glove in my bag. And he, he was right-handed, by the way. I gave him the correct-handed glove. I <laughs> just want to throw that out there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes out to the outfield. And this dude just starts just hoovering stuff, running stuff down. He's like, oh, I got to get loose. He starts running stuff down. He starts, he robbed a home run. He's just out here going nuts. And he, he starts throwing them back in, and he's like bombing them back to the pitcher from the fence. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And then he comes he comes to the infield and and just starts just hoovering stuff. So I, I, I'm up to hit. And... He's he's standing it short, kind of like popping his glove, you know, doing doing like shithead stuff, okay? Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, all right, let's see what this guy's got. And I just roasted a BP rocket at his ankles, vacuum. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I I could have I could have rolled it to him and probably messed him up more. Yeah, I mean, just just <laughs> vacuum. He just sucked it in, threw it back to the pitcher. I was like, all right. So I hit another one at him, sucked it right up. Turns out I'd never heard of this guy. He, he was. Uh, I guess you would say somewhat local to the area, but he played with a lot of the locals, but nobody that we knew. Uh-huh. So he's, oh, my name's, uh, my name's so-and-so, and, and, you know, if you guys ever need anybody, here's my number. And he drives off, and I pick him up for league that next night, thinking or next week, thinking, like, you know, this guy ain't bad, right? So he shows up, and one of the guys on my team is like, hey, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, shit, you know, he's, you know this guy? He's like, yeah, he played tournament ball with us for years. Jody's really good at softball. I'm like, what the hell? It's just, it's so funny how you just run into random yeah. people, right? Absolutely. We 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 were playing in a tournament in the first of the year. I was playing with a, a tournament team. I mean, it was my normal tournament team. It was the very first tournament of the year, and I show up late, right? And um, they're like, Adam, uh, our our starting pitcher is hurt. And he's just, you're pitching. I was like, oh shit. Well. <laughs> and I was like, and I got a pitch, right? And I was just like, dude, I hadn't pitched in years. And I was like. And I'm going into a tournament that's like a six-game guarantee. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die here. So I start pitching, man, and then I have to leave. Uh, my son has a game. I leave and I come back. But the, the game was – the my son's game was close by. And we had this new guy on our team, and I, and I was just like, who is this guy, you know? And um, he just was smooth. I mean, everything about him, he was just super just – everything just came easy to him. But he didn't like – he wasn't a jerk or anything like that and stuff. And then they put him, he says, they said, hey, Adam's got to leave. Who's going to pitch? I says, I'll be back, man. I said, but I won't get back until about the middle of the game. So I come back. And this dude, and he says, 
So he gets in, they put him in the pitching, man. And he pitches his ass off. And really? He, yeah, and then he starts pump faking and doing all this stuff and this crazy like stuff, and he was just a really good pitcher. And he I hit the absolute shit out of them all. I mean, he hit the shit out of them all. And um, we go in the game after his game, and we picked him off, up off our message board. And he goes, and y'all will know him. Y'all might know him. And he comes in there, and they were like, dude, we didn't know you pitched. Where did you learn to do all that pump faking? He said, I don't know, man. I just watched somebody do it one time and figured I'd try it. Two years later, the dude was playing conference ball with combat. What? And, uh, yeah, Cameron Cox is his name. Yeah. And, yeah, and he was playing, and it was just like, what the hell, dude? He was from California, but he had just moved there. Yeah. And, I mean, and we picked him. I don't know how we got him. I mean, I don't, we were like the local E-team, man, and we picked up this dude. And he just hit the ever-living shit out of the ball, too, man. And dude, had the that's... prettiest swing. He, he reminds you a lot of, like, uh, Faker. He really did. Yeah, because just, he just fluent. And he had that, yeah, and he had that kind of like that. I don't know what you call it, that California swag, kind of <laughs> nonchalant, you know? Yeah, that's... Just, yeah, just kind of, you know, easygoing kind of. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, he, uh, like, like, Baker's always got, like, that Cali swag. Like, Ryan McClanahan's another one. He's always just got, like, that, oh, yeah. that swag and that sway in his walk. And, like, Baker walks up there like he wasn't giving a damn, you know? It's like, oh, he, yeah. like he knew he was going to get a hit. The second he walked out of the dugout and grabbed a bat, he knew he was getting a hit. So, yeah. I mean, he, he just... I'm, you know, free flow and easy, easy going, you know, and McClanahan's the same way, whether he's pitching, whether he's playing middle, I've seen him play a little bit of outfield. He's just chilling, bro. I mean, yeah, it's, dude, it's a yeah. California thing. He looks so weird too. Cause he's got a big face and he looks like he'd be kind of like a heavy dude. I've seen him. In, I've watched him play in person stuff. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, he just, and he hits the ball better than, you know, what shows when you watch him live stream, but he hits the shit out of the ball. Um, dude, McClanahan's small, a good player. Yeah, dude, I put him on my team many times. Yeah, at all. But I mean, I think, I mean, dude, you put him and he can come in and back up pitching and stuff. I mean, that's yeah. crazy. A, a guy like him is worth his weight in gold. Like you can put him anywhere. Yeah, you can put him in the outfield. You can put him in the infield. You can pitch. He's he's like DHHEH material. Like he can do nothing but hit. He's he's an all around great player and i understand like he's playing at the highest level and the conference level and the major level but uh, even all those things considered i feel like some people kind of what you might consider outside of the game don't really yeah. give him credit you know they always talk about like all the household names right but he never comes yeah. up and he's one of those guys that deserves to be in the conversation he really does I, I, absolutely and it, he like i said sometimes they you watch those guys they, they kind of look like it's so easy to them that they're not trying and yeah. it, it, it kind of like it'll irritate you something you're like it, it looks like because they make it look so easy, and you're like, if that dude just gave us, oh, wait a minute, he, he, whatever he's doing now is better than everybody else. Yeah, and, and it, you know, and that's what it just they they just do it that way, and they just make it look so freaking easy, man. But uh, it's crazy. But um, uh, I, I got a question about you on the on the conference stuff. Yeah, what you got? Um, so have you ever have you noticed like the um the guys that get like the basically the batting average um. Basically, the, the whoever wins the batting average crown or whatever in the year, like Flip won it last year. Yeah, and um, and y'all saw the stuff like Flip had to deal with, but I'd be curious what y'all thought was on it. Like, there's a guy that's leading it, and he's only got like 105 appearances, uh, plate appearances, and then you got like Josh Riley who has 200, almost 250 plate appearances, but he's like he's just behind that guy. 
<clears throat> yeah, what's so it, as far as like what's my thoughts on that? So my thoughts on something like that is um, obviously it's going to depend on the team that you're on. And like there's got to be some kind of uh, variable in there somewhere, right? Because, um, I mean, if you're on a team that's not making it to Sunday very often or if you're on a team that's one and two or uh, – you know, two and two, you're not going to get as many at bats as somebody like a Josh Riley or like a Ryan Harvey or like a Greg Cannell. Um, so you got to have a middle ground there somewhere. I know what was it last year? I think it was a minimum 150 at bats to be it in contention been, at the end yeah. of the year. Because I mean, Flip caught a lot of shit um, for not having as many at bats, and people kept trying to say he was sitting out games. But I know he was hurt. But um, and by the way, if you never watch that guy play, because that dude gets a, catches a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I'll be the first to meet I'm a person that reads body language a little bit too much. And I didn't care for him as, as much. And then I went up in person and saw him play. And then I was just like, this dude can fucking play. I mean, sorry for my language, but I was just like, no. that dude can flat out play. And then I finally introduced myself to him in the parking lot and said something. And he, man, you talking about some vice grips. I mean, that dude... <laughs> He's got the biggest hands, dude, and um, just I don't know, man. He's a strong dude, but he he's a he can play, dude. I mean, yeah. he really can, no doubt about and, it. Uh, and I mean, he doesn't get the credit he deserves sometimes. I think, but um, no, he does. He's he's super talented. And I, I agree with you. Like he catches a lot of crap, and he caught a lot of crap over that deal last year. But here's here's kind of my thing. And of course, I I only know um people outside of that level of softball, you know, I don't know anybody that's, that's at his level or, or that kind of thing. It's like, hear their opinion on it, but like they can hate on him all they want. But that man with a bat in his hands is just something you got to stop and watch. Oh yeah. Did you see the other day he posted? So he posted some videos and I share some of the stuff on my um, Facebook page and he swings a 25 ounce balance bat. He's a freak. That's why. Yeah. I was just like, what? I was yeah. like, that, that was just like, that kind of just blew my mind. I mean, I was just like, wow. So I've, I've kind of developed this theory over the years. Um, I personally believe that the heavier the bat, the better off you are. Yeah. When it comes to um, people that are what you may consider uh, average, maybe even maybe even a little above average uh, as far as like uh, explosiveness and like general overall swing talent. Yeah. But when you get guys like him, he could hit with a 25-ounce balance as far as he could with a 30-ounce inload. And just, he did. I mean... So yeah, he, he's explosive. He's explosive. Yeah. He's a, he's a, an elite athlete. It doesn't matter what you put in an, an elite athlete's hands. They're going to use it, and they're going to use it well. Oh, yeah. You're right. And it's kind of like, it's, you know, you, it's kind of like the Stephen Lloyd, man. I mean, yeah, you would think Stephen Lloyd is kind of like Baker and Cam, you know, Cameron Cox, too. He has that nonchalant, like... Man, what am I doing? He kind of looks like he. Th- it looks like he's thinking about fishing or something. Like I'd rather be fishing. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and I mean he's just so good. But um, that's just kind of the that's their you know their, what their body language kind of reads like sometimes. At least that's how I see it. Sure. But I mean they're good, man. I just I was just curious what you thought about the whole. Um, and I get it. Rules are rules. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just feel like it's like. Two years in a row, Josh Riley's going to get kind of screwed over, man, because he's pretty much like a triple crown again this year. And then he's just going to get, you know, kind of screwed over because he gets so many more bats. I mean, yeah. but, uh, but I mean, like you said, rules are rules. So. 
Yeah, let's see real quick. Just Jason Hearn that says lighter means more more speed. Yeah, okay, you can get you can make the argument. Well, I'm not going to dive into this now because I I could I could argue this topic until I'm blue in the face. Uh, yeah, you're going to swing it harder, but at what point are you swinging hard enough that like it doesn't matter? You're going to hit that yeah. certain point where it you know it's not going to matter how light you swing or how fast your bat is. At some point, mass has got to play a factor here. It just does. Yeah. So you got to you got to tip to the line of like honestly, uh, personally I I kind of like it, it, the more I kind of like think about this this theory that I have, it's almost like a guy with like less sweet less bat speed would do better with a heavier bat to give them a little momentum because they're not swinging as fast. So like yeah, if, and that's probably what I should do because I don't have any bat speed and I probably should swing heavier. But like, and I do like a full one ounce inload here lately. I've noticed I hit better with because uh-huh. I, I have below average bat speed. But, you know, he's, he, he even – I remember, too, because, I, I, I mean, I always want to ask everything, anything I can about hitting, bats, whatever. Yeah. And he swings a flexi handle, too. Um, if you know anything about Juno, they got some of the flexier handle bats for – for because um, you can order their handle the way – you know, like you can get the same barrel for each, but you can get one with a you know a little bit more flexi or uh-huh. handle, kind of like the monster stuff. Yeah. And, um, and he does. A, a balanced bat with a flexier handle that – I don't know if that's the case now, but that's what he used to swing. But. See, yeah, and I think that all comes down to preference. I know everybody's got their theories on how uh, handles perform. Yeah, um, but to me personally, it all comes down to preference. I've never, I've never thought to myself, man, this really flexy handle on this bat's giving me an advantage. It's a feedback thing to me. I, I don't know yeah. how, how, how do you feel about that. Okay. So I, I've talked to people, like, I, I've talked with Leaf Nemo and stuff like that, and I asked him. I've talked with Carl before and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So if you got a flexier handle, the barrel's going to feel softer. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it makes sense. And, you know, if you got a stiffer handle, you know, it's, it's, it feels like it's going to take forever for that barrel to break in. But once it does, you can swing out of your shoes with it, where I, you can't, to me, in my opinion, you can't swing out of your shoes with a flexy handle. Like, you kind of got to feel like you, I feel like you have to cut, at least I do that I have to cut back a little bit with something with a flexier handle. Do you think it's because it causes you to miss hit more, or do you think it's like a difference in performance? The harder you swing, the more inconsistent you're going to be on the barrel. So is that yeah, where it comes I, in for yeah. you, or do you feel like a drop in performance? I feel like a drop. Like, I don't – maybe it's inconsistent, but um, I got that buddy Chad that hits with me, man. Uh-huh. And if any bat's got any flex in it, he is ruined. I mean, he is just – he's not the same guy. Like, he wants a stiffer handle, and – um. But if a bat's got flex, and, he, and I mean, we'll sit there and watch it. I'm like, I'll watch him hit, and he's got so much torque in his swing that I guess it, it just affects him that much. And I'm just like, he he was overseas in, um, in some other country. We won't go into what he does for a living. I think he kills people. But, oh. he, <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but, no, he, uh, he'll sit there, and um, we came back, and we got some senior bats that night, and it was his first time swinging. And we were swinging a senior bat that had a little – I didn't even think of it at the time when we were hitting. And I said, hey, man, it just kind of clicked with me. And it takes me a while to get things because I'm a dumbass. But <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah. And I goes, I said, take off your sling a little bit. And he says, all right. And I said, I think if I'm right, that handle's got a little flex in the handle. And, man, it was like the light switch went on and then we hit really well the rest of the night. But we had to just kind of take off our swing a little bit. And, and like, and he swings much harder than I do. But it just, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of in between okay. my swing because, like, 
I can take off my swing a little bit, and dude, I just feel like with a flexier handle, I'm like, damn, easy line drive, easy line drive. Sure. But when I swing that bat hard, oh, dude, I miss it like crazy. But when I swing hard, anything, I swing. So. Hey, yeah, I feel <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, so I've always been a, you know, find a hole and hit it there. Yeah, so. and see, and, and that's like, it's definitely like a feedback thing to me. So yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big one piece guy. You know, uh-huh. I, I love my one pieces, but they're still like, you can have some one pieces that have some forgiveness. Um, like the, the original pures, the integrities that had the pure sports on the barrel and not just the pure, the handles uh-huh. on those are different than, uh, the standard pures that like came out years after like the, the year that I ran, uh, the BP hero edition pures. Uh, huh. those were, they, go ahead. Were those flexier handle? No, they were not. Oh, they, they were they were they were the regular handle that that's on most of the stuff now today. I would assume so. And to my understanding, that was the variation between the handles was from when they said pure sports to pure. Just they changed uh, as the years went on. They went to a stiffer handle, I guess you could say. But I love the flexi handles on those. Something like a combat avarice. I don't know if you've ever swung one of those. The yeah. handle is really like uh, kind of soft and whippy on those. I love that. And you can get that out of a one piece bat. And, and Handle material also plays a factor when it comes to the two-piece bats, right? Everybody yeah. associates, like, alloy handle with really stiff. Swing an Easton thing. It's not stiff as a board like you think it would be. Yeah. I've heard so much bad stuff about that bad. just stayed away. Um, but what you're saying about the pure. So I got one of the really, one of the first original pures. A guy, mm-hmm. I, want a, I want a glove and a raffle, and I didn't like it. So I put it up and I said, hey, I want to sell this glove. And this dude that worked at the Pure Factory hit me up, and he said, hey, man, I'm going to send you one of these bats. Tell me if you like it or not. I said, all right. And um, he sent me, like, a Pure prototype or something. Yeah. Or, and I hit it, and I said, oh, my God. I was like, hell, yeah, this is sweet. So he trades me, and this glove was a piece of crap. And he trades me the – he makes me send that one back. And I said, well, you're not going to send me shit back, are you? you know? <laughs> and he sends me – yeah, so he sends me back another bat, and I get a 27 balance. And dude, I did that thing for three years straight. That's all I swung. And dude, they're, they're I was fun. Only, yeah, and there was only I was like the only person in the area that swung pure. And dude, they were just—I mean, I'm in North Carolina, and they were right down there in South Carolina, and nobody would swing their stuff. Really? And um, yeah, it was crazy. It was weird, but and then then they caught on, and then paint jobs, man, and everybody went crazy. Oh yeah. So is pure big in the area now? Yeah. Um, this year, man, it's been Suncoast. But I'll tell you the truth, dude. I don't play that much. Um, I don't play any tournament ball now, so I'd have to go out there and see. I think everybody's still swinging their 220 stuff if they can get. But everybody likes the Suncoast, um, the old Mike and Worth stuff, the old Mike and Worth 220 stuff. Yeah. But um, you never, you don't see DeMarini that much, as I would think you would, unless it's like a red bat. Mm. But, uh, but everybody's kind of big on the Louisville Slugger stuff, too. Yeah, the Louisville Slugger stuff has definitely caught on the last few years, especially like uh, the One Piece Genesis, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, those have definitely yeah. caught on. But it's it's still like Mike and Worth country around here. Yeah, a, a and, lot and, of Eastons too. Yeah, we got the Eastons too, and I mean Easton has to be probably one of the best cold weather hitting bats there ever was. I thought, but yeah, because um, they because they give so much. But yeah. um, and, but I've, I've just been playing uh, league ball, so everything's ASA, you know. Sure, and um. Uh, Mostly, I mean, you don't see a lot of anarchy where I'm at, and it's mostly Monster or Mike and Worth. Uh, you still you'll see some anarchy, man. You'll see some diehards, but that's 
but it's mostly you know seventy percent monster. The rest might not work. Did you want to borrow my illegal freak thirty for your ASA league, or is it on the ban list? <laughs> uh, you know, the dudes where I play, man, wouldn't even know what the ban list is. Dude, he's. Too- They'd be too worried about the earring or the necklace you're wearing. Or <laughs> right. That's causing a glare. Stupid. Yeah. So, so they worry more about dumb stuff than the actual game. So. Yeah. It, it's funny. I uh, I took my psycho up there and hit with my psycho uh, last Friday. And uh-huh. I, I hit the, the first home run that I hit. I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and, like, brag. Uh, but I, the, the first home run that I hit, was I, I poked it pretty good. And <laughs> I, I carried the bat back to the dugout. And then the next one I hit. I, I just dropped the bat and kind of jogged up the line. Cause I wasn't sure if I got enough of it or not initially off the bat, so I kind of started up the line. And I turn around. I, I jogged on across the field. And I turn around, and he's got the bat in his hand, like tapping it on the ground, like checking it out. Then he tosses it over. It's like, dude, come on. Give me a freaking oh, break. yeah, I know. Like, God forbid somebody hit a home run in your precious softball league, you know? Well, yeah. Well, I'll tell you the best thing I ever heard, and I did it one time in a league. Um, I saw Jeff Hall do it, or, and he said – he had a guy question his bat. He went over there, dug out, threw the bat in their dugout, and said, y'all hit it. And I was like, damn. And, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it happened to me in league. And um, this is when I was a, a rep for uh, Smash the Sports. And they get it was the one time when they would give us a demo bat. And um, we had got some of the new Easton stuff on that new Easton. Uh, like the av- It was right at, right when the avocado came out. Uh-huh. So we all got the, um, what was it, Helmer Blue Line, the very first one. And it was a great bat. I mean, f- fan, phenomenal bat. And mine was like, it was stupid. I mean, it was just broke. I'd hit it so much, it was broken. And, and I, I admit, I didn't have a test for that game, so I'd hate to see what it tested. It probably like 160 or something. And dudes were like, oh, yeah, it's a demo bat. And then one of the guys I knew was, I used to play with him. And I said, and I, I did the same thing, man. I gave him a bat. I said, yeah, y'all try it out. Tell me what you think. I said, I'll tell you where to buy one. And I was like, <laughs> and they, you know, it kind of shut them up, but, you know. But when umpires do it, man, I'm just – I had an umpire question my bat in the game in a tournament one time. And he's like, man, I don't remember seeing you hit like that. And I had a good game. And he goes, he goes, I don't remember seeing you hit like this before, blah, blah, blah. And he says, what are you doing? I says, well, I can't run or throw. I said, so I, said, I can at least hit. <laughs> you got to hit to hang in there, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, and nobody likes my personality. So, I mean, shit. But they keep me around oh, for something. Oh, quit but, it. No, I mean – I was just joking with him, but I was just like, when the umpire starts saying something, I was like, well, I've never been, you know, like, I don't hit hard enough. Now, I've never been really questioned before. And at that time, when he did it, he just kind of, I was like, wow. I was like, okay. Right. But, uh, so, see, I always think it's funny, you know, the people that want to stand around and complain. Um, I, I'm Honestly, I'm sitting here right now trying to find a video. It's on, it's on YouTube somewhere. So, this team had been accusing this dude of swinging a shaved bat. He hits a home run, walks back to the dugout. And then he comes back out for his next at bat and they throw a bat at his feet. Uh huh. So he throws his bat back to the dugout, picks up their bat, hits a home run with their dugout, tosses it back to him or hits a, hits a home run with their bat. Then just tosses it back to him and goes back to the dugout. I'm trying to find that. (laughs) That's, that's classic right there, man. That's some good shit though. (laughs) Yeah. I wish I could. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to find it till after this video is over. I know I'm not, or till this podcast is over, and it's going to drive me absolutely nuts. Yeah, I've, everybody's been posting. I mean, and I mean everybody has been posting that damn video where they're hitting one back at Bubba down at third base. Uh, everywhere you go on social media, there somebody one person's posting it from another. So 
Yeah, my, um, my man Brungard's getting getting done kind of dirty on that deal. Yeah, I was just like, I mean, I said, I've talked to almost as many conference guys about hitting, and the one thing I've always asked them, who hits the ball the hardest, and everybody says the same guy, they say Bubba, Bubba does, Bubba Mack. Um, they said it used to be, uh, shit, I can't remember his name. The dude that used to play for Louisville Slugger, Kevin Kennington. They said he was probably used to be the one of the hardest dudes that hit the ball. Really? But they say, yeah, but they say it's bubbling back now. Um, they say hands down, it's not even close. Uh, Ken- Kennington was just like that, like built different kind of strong. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, he, he looked like he could, you know, bite the bat in half. <laughs> Probably does in his free time. <laughs> yeah, so he, he he had real bad back issues, so he just kind of he quit. I mean, just up and quit. See, and that's kind of crazy that that uh, you know, you think of guys like that are that are in that kind of condition uh, wouldn't have issues, but that's not always the case. That's like yeah. uh, you know, when Stephen Lloyd, uh, you know, kind of took his hiatus. Uh, so, from what I understand, he gets really bad migraines, and that kind of affects how he plays on the field sometimes. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, that. yeah. I don't know that if that's why he quit. But I know that um, he, if I heard, remember correctly, he's had issues with that in the past. Oh, yeah. I did, I, had, I thought it was something to do with his family, but um, like you said, it's, it's not our business. So, yeah, right. But yeah. I mean, if you step away from the game, step away from the game and stuff. But yeah, I, so I went in May. I went down to the um, the major tournament down there, and all the big teams were down there. And so, if you're down there at Myrtle Beach. During the start of the summer, it is crazy windy, and the wind was blowing it out, man. And um, Ryan Harvey gets up, dude. He steps on one. I mean, he pulls it down the line in left field, and it don't go. And he was like, I mean, and Ryan Harvey is like kind of like a gentle giant. You know, you don't say anything. He doesn't show any, you know, expression. And he just sure. kind of laughed. And he just kind of, and it was the first time I ever seen a lot of expression out of him. And he just kind of laughed. He's like, dude, I hit that. He said, I really <laughs> bashed that back. And then you go out there, man, and um, he Bubba, Bubba's playing, dude. And I'm just saying, man, that dude's just a different dude. I mean, he just he hit it out in the wind where everybody else was trying to, and they couldn't. Yeah, um, ain't that was, crazy? Yeah, and there was a very there was a couple guys. Don't get me wrong; he wasn't the only one. There was a, still a few guys that could hit it, but he was the one that stood out there. We're like, okay, the game's just different for him. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this mean, dude just built different. Yeah, he's just. I don't know. He's got such a different swing, man. I mean, he because he swings down on the ball. You don't see it. It's, you know, a lot of guys say they do, but they don't. If you watch this swing in slow motion, they don't really do it. But he truly swings down on the ball. Yeah, and like he's he's not shy about it either. He'll tell you that. Uh, was it was yeah. it? You, did he? Did you interview him on? You were doing the little interview yeah. segments there for a while. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said he tries to cut everything he hits, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. you. You could tell watching him hit that ball at. It, it Brungard at third base and Brungard is not a bad third baseman. I think everybody no, kind of everybody kind of looks at that guy and like he's big and he's he's a monster. You know he's kind of stocky and you know think people yeah. think just because he can hit that he can't defend. Dude, he he can glove it over there. Yes, he and, can. And the fact that yeah. he got two just absolutely blown past him. I mean that that's wild. And, and the guys that are talking crap on that, I want to see them go even catch oh, that ball God. going. But like like I want to see them even recognize that ball going by him. The two guys that hit at him, one, the other one was Bradley Jones. I'll tell you right now, I want to see any other dude that's not playing conference step out there, and I would, and I would say give uh, both of those dudes a wooden bat, and they would blow one by your ass. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, they just – they're different. Bradley Jones hit the shit out of the ball, too. But, dude, Bra- uh, Bradley Jones is good. And his, his footwork has interested me. He's, I, I'd like to 
to get in touch with that guy somehow. I want to know why he has closed his stance up. I don't. I hadn't noticed. I I haven't paid attention to it this year. Um, I don't know. So you he know, he's, he's closed some, off. Yeah, he's played with some really. You know, so he was in the um, Toronto organization, and he played with all those cats that were the you know Bezio, um What's his name? Son, the shortstop. Uh, Dante uh, son, what's it? Bichette? Dante Bichette. Son. Oh yeah, yeah okay. His son, who's the starting shortstop that everybody's crazy over, Vladdy son, Vladdy Romero's son. The one really was in the home. Yeah, he played with all those guys, dude. Wow. And um, yeah, he came up with all them. He said he said he still, at least that's what he told me was that he still was you know keeps in touch with them guys. He said they were all great guys. That's pretty and, cool. Um, yeah, because I mean they just. It was like a you know the baseball alumni team for the Toronto right now. I mean with Biggio, Guerrero, and Bichette. Uh, That's crazy. I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh yeah, and I was, huh. and that was because the first thing when he told me was with the Toronto. The first thing I said because I was just trying to put two and two together. And I was like, "Who did you play with, man, in the minors?" And he's like, "It's it basically he said it's who you thought I played with." <laughs> like, oh, okay, you know, all right, um, yeah. So I was like, "But yeah, he he got the way he merged the ball." Yeah, he does. Uh, I mean, I tell you, I came away from that tournament. You can tell Andy's gotten older. Andy can still pitch, but he just—he's a smart hitter. He just—I don't. It's really weird because Andy's, you know, he's basically my age, man. Well, he's a little bit older than me, but like to see his bat decline as much as it has, it makes you see how much the conference game, how strong it is. Because Andy was one of the top hitters at one time. Oh yeah, and last. Last three years, he's really his bats declined a lot. I, I remember um, back when Smash It was uh, sorry. Well, I guess so. He plays for Smash It now, but back when he played with Resmondo, and you know yeah. it, was, it was Smash It Resmondo were the only teams that ever ever finished. And there was Laser Vision in there too. Um, I think it was actually it was Laser Vision before it was Smash It. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm getting off topic. Um, yeah. So he was one of the like you said the premier hitters. Like he was the guy up there hitting the home runs and, and doing all that stuff. And now to, to watch him now, like you said, um, you can make the argument that his bat necessarily hasn't declined, but he definitely uh-huh. approaches the game a lot different than he has. It's just ridiculous now to see him hit a ball that's going to like physically hit him, and he can hit it down the right field line. It, it's ridiculous. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're exactly right. Because um, <clears throat> I sat there and watched it, I was like, he's such a brilliant hitter, you know, and – I, you know, I got a chance to talk to him a little bit in a me- in a Facebook Messenger, and I tried to go back and find it, and I and I could not find it anywhere. And he was talking about pitching and hitting, and um, and I told him, I said, what? I said over the years, and I asked him because he he kind of got defensive. Um, I said, but what what made it click for you once you um once you really started hitting, and he got defensive. He said hard work, and he said just hard work, and I was like, okay, okay. So then I started asking about pitching, and um. The one thing he said about pitching was, he's like, he says, don't give in to batters. He said, whatever you do, if you, he says, don't give that guy the pitch he's looking for. If you've got to walk him, walk him. Yeah. He said, because a three-run a three run bomb's worse than a freaking walk. He said, even if you walk, bases loaded, you know, your bases loaded, you walk one guy in, that's better than, a, you know, you know, granny. And oh, yeah, 100%. He just, but he was just like, he said some stuff, man. He was just like, I can remember, his thing was, I can remember – every at bat with a guy last year. And, I, and he was just like, I, yeah, and he was just like, I know what they do, what they want, what they don't. I know I can tell what they're trying to do. And, um, 
because I I went a couple of years ago. I went down there to Myrtle Beach, and he had, they had they had lost on a Friday night, man. And he, people don't realize how big Andy is. Andy's a big ass man. Really? I mean, he yeah, he's about six two, six three, and and he's a big boy. And um, I didn't realize he was that tall. Yeah, he's a big dude. Okay. And they lost out on a Friday night. Not out, but they lost their first game. And he was not a happy dude. And I was going to go talk to him. And I was like, oh, I ain't talking to him now. I was like, Andy Purcell, yeah. temper problems? Get out of here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, I got, I, got a, I got one for you. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? A ton of podcasts. Fire away. And, uh, and I was going to actually, they do this thing on this one podcast I listen to called Pet Peeves. And I was wondering what your softball pet peeve was. Ooh. That's a good one. As far as like something that just like drives you up the wall, like you just can't yeah. absolutely stand, or anything like yeah, anything about softball, whatever. The one pet peeve you have, I mean, it could be something on social media, the game itself, or whatever. Yeah, so so the the the, the first thing that comes to my mind is the guy that wants to just hose the ball all over the field. Yeah, okay. Throws behind every runner, tries to make it, the runner can be two steps from the bag, and he's still trying to throw him out at first base. He's always throwing the ball home from the outfield. Even if the runner has scored and is halfway back to the dugout, he turns around and throws it home. If the runner yeah. is a step from home, he throws it home, makes a bad throw, almost hits the runner on the way back to the dugout. The the guy that just tries way too hard at yeah, softball and he's and he's not good. I know. I know exactly how you think. <laughs> Tony, Tony Benskin yeah. says, uh, Tony in the, in the chat here, this is bouncing the ball across an infield. Now, it's not, that's that's my thing. So um, <clears throat> a friend of mine is named Daniel Larson. He's playing with uh, TLC Houston Holmes in the conference. He's a local uh-huh. guy to me. I've known that kid since he was 19 years old. And I remember seeing him then play thinking like, man, this guy's the limit for this kid. He He's he's good. He's got, he's got the glove. He's taught himself how to hit. He's... I'm not kidding you when I say he's probably put on 50 or 60 pounds of muscle in in the last, you know, five or six years. He has done everything to get himself to the level that he's at now. And his arm is just incredible. That's the first thing that stood out to him, to everybody. Even when yeah. he was a kid was his arm. His arm is just insane. It's one of the best arms I've ever seen. And he chooses, and I guess it's a thing. I'm sure you've seen it in the conference. Guys like to bounce the ball across the turf. Uh-huh. And I, I, yeah, I'm curious about that too. So uh, the, it's, oh, they it makes it easier for my first baseman. Um, I'm not really sure how because he's got to pick a ball that's bouncing at him instead of you just hitting him in the chest. But yeah. it, re- regardless of why they do it, is not the point. But uh, Danny's done it a handful of times, and he's usually always successful at it. But there's always those one or two times that shit doesn't go your way, right? Yeah. And he did it playing co-ed one time with my BP partner, Brian, who uh, has also known Danny since he was a, a shithead kid. And he made a couple of air and throws, bouncing balls across turf. So now anytime I see Danny posting a video about his throwing or somebody else throwing, I always got to make the comment, always got to take the jab at him. You know, oh, yeah. Danny, your arm is strong enough to throw it from the, from, from the, the third base dugout clear to the freaking parking lot, almost to the highway. But you can't throw a ball over a hundred feet without skipping it over there. So I always, never, always, always take always my jabs at him on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it in person. I've always been curious about it. Um, I don't have an arm. Like my arm's just jacked up. But like they'll throw me on the infield sometimes because I can stop stuff. 
but I can't throw. I mean, I'll be the first to. So I'll do that. Like, if they'll see me on third base, <laughs> I do it. But I'll throw it, like, I'll, I'll purposely not throw it hard because I know anytime I swing hard or throw hard, bad things happen. And <laughs> it just it just is. At least you're honest. Yeah, so, I mean, just bad things happen. And then I'll sit there and do that. And we were playing this uh, Sunday co-ed pickup thing we were playing on Sundays. We'd meet up every Sunday and play. And um, they had, they put a girl there at first base, and I kept throwing like that to her, and I was playing third base. She's like, I didn't catch. I said, yeah, but I can't throw. I was just like, I said, I'm glad you can't catch. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. What do you want me to do about yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, I think she thought I was just, you know, I was trying to say because she's a girl or something like that. And I was just like, no, I just stuck. I just, I mean, I promise. It's me. It's not you. So. <laughs> that is funny, though. But, uh, yeah, so it, it, pet peeve-wise, it's definitely the guy that's got to throw the ball all over the place yeah. all the time. Yeah. I think I think the one thing that gets, it just I see it all the time. And is people post on social media with their tea and their bag or balls or their um or their hitting or whatever and it's always hashtag doing work or hashtag work. And I go, It ain't work, dude. I say if it was work you wouldn't have showed up on time. I mean it's, it makes me laugh when dudes go to BP and like, we're doing work, we got to work, and we're going to work. And I'm just like, that's the one that eats at me because I'm like, uh, dude, you don't show up to work on time. You know, if it was, you don't go pick up all those damn balls out there in the outfield. You know, it's just, that's the one that gets at me sometimes. It drives me crazy. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not work. But, and that's this, I did a video on it and almost put it out there like a 30 second clip where I just rant on it. And I sent it to my friends, and they all laughed, and they were like, you need to post it. And then I didn't. I was like, nah, I better not, because it might hit home to some people. And I was like, I, I don't want to do that. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, they were just like – but I just went on this rant, and I was just – yeah, it was a lot of F-bombs and stuff, and it drove me crazy because I got sick and tired <laughs> of seeing it. So there's definitely that side of things. Um, like there's the, the expectation, right? Like, you know, you're the guy that posts the YouTube videos, so you must never make an out. Um, oh, God, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You, must, you must never, ever, ever oh, in your life, ever again make an out. Um, if you don't hit a home run every time you swing the bat, you're scrutinized. Like, this is all stuff that I've heard before. But, like, I'm, I'm just, I've always been raised to not give a shit about what anybody else thinks. So yeah. it just never bothered me. I, I, I do not give a damn what anybody else thinks about anything. But that's the that's another thing that gets me is like, oh, you know, Mr. YouTube over here. I mean, like, nothing's stopping you from doing it. You know, you say yeah. you go out and hit more than I do. Well, set your camera up. A tripod's 20 bucks. I know, man. I had it. I played in a uh, co-ed draft tournament last year, and it was fun, super fun. And um, it was a unicorn sports draft tournament, whatever. It was in Raleigh. And it's fun. If you guys can never get into one, definitely do it. It's a must. And, uh. But in the prizes are fun, but the tournament was just, it's just a fun atmosphere. And I got it and we were playing one of the teams, man. And you got those, you always got those dudes. And I met that dude on a Friday night from, from that night on all the way to Sunday. I just, dude just hit me the wrong way. And, um, he just, he just, I don't know, man, he just kept chat, you know, talking shit to me and stuff. And I was just like, and I usually don't say a whole lot, especially now. Because I feel like you say if you're a YouTube guy or whatever, you kind of got a target on your back sometimes. Oh, and, yeah. No doubt. And, and I was just like, okay, whatever. 
And I got up the bat, and no lie, swear to God, the dude said, oh, it's the BP hero. I said, no, wrong guy. You feel like, I don't know. Hey, you just feel, just feel like, I don't know that fat ass. <laughs> yeah. I said, wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I'm, I said, I'm the fat guy, and that's the BP hero. I'm oh, the fat guy. But, that's uh, that's funny. Like, yeah, and I was just like, mm. I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. They had like a seven foot pitcher, and I just tried my damnest to hit one through his ass. But it was like, <laughs> dude, just hit me wrong the whole time, man. But uh, it was fun, man. But but yeah, yeah. You, you hear dumb stuff all the time. And I know there was like guys that I've played with the last couple of years that chirp, you know, chirp behind your back and stuff, which like that stuff like that. And I, like I said, I still sleep at night. So. Yeah. So I, I this I, I don't ever. You you won't hardly ever I say hardly ever because I it's like I give myself that leeway, but hardly ever will you see me like engaging in trash talking or or getting mouthy with somebody, especially starting it. Yeah, but man, sometimes people just like hit me the wrong way. So I'm setting up a GoPro when I used to play a lot of league. Uh, I, I used to take GoPros out and record league games and and all that stuff, uh-huh. right? So I'm setting the camera up, and this guy is. May you may consider a local legend if you're local. Uh, I'm not using names, but uh, it, it's a household name for sure if you play softball in the in the Mid Missouri area. Okay, he's walking by, and I'm setting up the GoPro on the fence to record the game. And he says, "Her, I'm the BP hero, and I record softball games." And I just like no hesitation. I didn't even take the time to think; it just came out. I said, "I guess I could use this camera to record me and your wife." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like he I'm just sure like, that went well. Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, honestly, he didn't he just like kept walking. I don't know if it was like he didn't care or if he didn't know what to say cuz I know he heard me. I am I'm not yeah. a quiet person. I know he heard me. But uh See, I I usually don't like I said, I don't look for shit and ever. I mean, but if you yeah, you know, if you poke the bear long enough, stuff's bound to happen and, you know, that's how I, I was like we played in a tournament not to I mean, I leave in this dude, I and I don't like stuff comes out that doesn't stop. Something in my head does not stop it coming out, and and it's like, you know, this dude could be seven foot tall, three hundred pounds shredded, and I'll say something, and I just like I don't think things through sometimes, and I'll just like, you know, one guy, we were battling the sun one night. The sun was sitting in center field, and we couldn't we couldn't see. We were just hit. We were swinging at like what looked like a ball, and like I think two guys hit one up the middle, hit him up the middle, and this guy was talking shit, and uh, he just like, um, and the guy goes, and he, he was talking shit to one of my buddies, and he goes, "You don't want me going out the middle, or you don't, you, y'all keep hitting the middle," and I was like, "Oh what?" I was like, "Oh what, dude? What are you gonna do?" I was like, <laughs> and then, and I, I didn't even. I wasn't even looking, kind of had my back turned, and I was just kind of, I didn't even know who the dude was that said it, and I was just like, God, dude, just, and my son, if it wasn't for my son, I ain't gonna tell him what would happen, <laughs> um, because he sits there and he's like, Dad, you're gonna go to jail. He always says that to me, Dad, you're gonna go to jail. And, and, <laughs> hey, at least he knows what boundaries you'll stop at, which is none. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, and I just sit there, and stuff like that hits me, man, and I just like, or oh, what, bitch? And I don't, you know, I just. I go off the end, and then the guy like wants to hug you after the game. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, get yeah, out of my face, so. you fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. it, it, we, we've been we've been on for over an hour, so it's officially like podcast after dark time. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's just what is it? They used to say after dark. You know, it's like uh, like the, all the streamers and stuff. They always use after dark mode. 
Uh, so the so the parents know not to let their kids watch it because they're going to be cussing and drinking or whatever. I always oh, yeah, just absolutely. make the joke, you know. Oh um, yeah, after dark. So speaking you of know. you fighting, oh yeah, a few a few podcasts back, my uh, my lovely wife was on here. We got to talk about spelling bees, and then you made the comment in the chat that you got in a fight in a spelling bee one time. Adam, you have I to did. tell me the story. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was like in a fifth or sixth grade, though, man. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, no, no. It's who who? But hey, listen. Have you ever in your life? And if you have, y'all are wild. But if you ever in your life heard of anybody else getting notified at a spelling bee? Yeah. You know what's worse? What, tell my, me. My mom held the spelling bee. My mom was a school teacher. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it was me and my best friend sitting there beside each other. And I don't know what happened, dude. I don't even know how. But I lost my cool, and he did it at the same time. And, dude. We went at it. We strode chairs everywhere. <laughs> the whole damn school was there. And uh, in this, it was like it happened right when the spelling bee was just ending. And, man, they, I had to sit. And the way the school was, too, this was what was the worst thing. They escorted me out after we got in the fight. And, um, and my mom was the one, like the moderator and stuff, standing up in front of school. And she go, they stake us and they stick us in um, – the way the office was, you had to sit outside the office in this in this desk. And dude, so I'm sitting there, and the entire school walks by you one by one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, because you're like you're the dumbass that got in a fight at the spelling bee, dude. And I don't even remember what caused it, but we just we just broke out, man. Threw down. Chairs, yeah, and chairs went everywhere, dude. Dude, and that's then, awesome. And my buddy was like, dude, he goes. And we were cool. Like, instantly after it happened, we got up to the office. We had to sit up there together. And um, we were cool right after that. And he was like, man, I didn't know you could fight like that. I said, dude, I didn't know you could either. <laughs> and, and from that moment on, they were best friends. <laughs> yeah. It was funny, man. I was just like, but yeah, dude, I'm that mile, man. My mom's still to this day. Oh, uh, dude, that's that's great. When you when you told me that in the, in the chat, I was like, I have to know the story. I have to. It didn't disappoint. I will say that. <laughs> uh, I don't I remember. Yeah, I don't even remember how it started, man. But we were just arguing about something, and, and the, I mean, it was like we we're in the auditorium, dude. And we had it was a cheap, it was a small school, so and we were in chairs that moved. Like it wasn't like set, you know, like in a um, what do you call it, like a theater or something. Uh-huh. Where some some of the schools have now, but they were just those little chairs that would slide across the floor like crazy, and they were. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, I went to school in Podunk. I mean, you set up when when there's an event, everybody sets up the folding chairs in the gymnasium. I mean, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've been there. I I went to school out of my um, basically where out of my district where I was supposed to go. Oh really? My mom was a, yeah because my mom was a school teacher, and then oh, you got to go with her. Yeah, and then when uh, high school started, I could go wherever I wanted, but I chose to go there because I wanted to play football at that school, so instead of the other school. So. That's fair. Yeah, football. That's one thing I do wish we had. So I had twenty, I think twenty-two people in my graduating class. So our school was oh, wow. small. Our, our school was small. Oh, yeah. So we didn't even have enough people to have a freaking football team. But I wish we did. I would have been terrible at it. But I'd have liked to have been like fullback. It was like one of my favorite players, like Mike Allstott. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, that dude didn't even have a neck, and it wasn't because of his pads. It's because he just had his traps were just so big. I mean, that dude would just yeah. dump truck people. I remember reading about him, man. He would uh, he put some kind of harness on like a Volkswagen or something. And he would just pull it before his workout. He would just pull the damn Volkswagen. Good. Around. Well, I believe that. Yeah. I believe that dude was nuts. 
Yeah, he was. Dude, he was then, absolutely uh, nuts. You had him, and then you got like that little work done. Little dude, back. yeah. What a combo, right? I ain't lying, dude. You had somebody that will run through you and a dude will dance around you. Right? Yeah, and it's, it's crazy now because like the NFL has kind of gone to like uh, the big dude is also fast now. You know, yeah, you don't have oh, a big dude and a fast dude. You, the big dude is fast. Derrick Henry. I mean, who's going to stop that guy? I know, dude. He's a, yeah, he, that's crazy how he is. And you know, running backs, man. Like when we grew up, running backs were like your offense was built around them, and now it's pure quarterback. And uh, I mean, and running backs don't make the money they once did because it's just you know they don't they don't last and. I mean, you, you might get four good years out of a running back, and that's it, man. Yeah. And uh, it really sucks because the game's changed so much. But And that's why, you know, like, you see that kid in um, San Francisco. He was like, don't put me as a running back. Debo Samuel. You know, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, he wants wide receiver money. And, you know, it's like, you know, it was a famous broadcaster that said one time, he said this whole country's every decision's ever made is on money. And, I mean, he's right. I mean, but that yeah. would be the case. And I, and I don't blame the guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, he wants to last too. Because if you're a running back, dude, you just you just tear your body down. No, and and then you're right. It's and it's crazy because uh, he was arguably better out of the backfield. Like yeah. he he was one of those guys. You know, they use the term running downhill. Uh, that that's him. Like if he gets ahead of steam, you're not stopping him. It's insane. No. Like he he falls for and he's like he gets ahead of steam and. He just runs with momentum like something I've never seen. And then he falls. When he falls, he falls another five or six yards. Yeah. That's like, uh, I, this is why, because my brother, you know, we got the uh, Carolina Panthers here. And what's the guy, the tailback, the white guy? Uh, McCaffrey. Yeah, okay, yeah, McCaffrey. I don't know why I couldn't remember his name. Um, dude, I, I kept telling my brother, I said, dude, if he wants to last in the NFL, Refuse to play running back and be a wide receiver. I said he is a phenomenal receiver. Yeah. And I said he should he should be like a slot receiver. Or just you know, he's six foot. So I mean, make him a receiver, man. And I said he'll last longer. He'll make more money. And but in every every time you see him, dude, he's all nicked up. Yeah, and, and it's he, he he's one of those guys that just plays with his heart on his shoulder, right? Yeah, so, I mean, he's he's going to give you everything he's got. It doesn't matter if he's playing nose tackle, if he's playing cornerback, if he's playing running back. Hell, you could probably put him in at quarterback. You know, he's exactly. going to give you everything yeah. he's got. Yeah. And he just, he just, I mean, I'm just telling you, man, he's not built to go in between the tackles. In no, my he's not. And uh, he just, or he ain't going to last. He won't last. But, no, but it, it, hey, listen, it's going to be fun to watch him while he does. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And stuff. I hope he lasts. You know, they, um, the kid at, uh, went to my son's school, played behind him. Uh, he was running up to that Heisman. What was his name? Played at, uh, same school, Stanford. Uh, Bryce Love. Okay. He, he played. Yeah, he went to school with my son. But, oh, okay. Uh, dude, yeah, but I, his my son's school was a powerhouse in football. So, um, yeah, that you're you talking about your school only had twenty two. I mean, dude, they got two thousand kids in his school. Yeah. Uh, See, <laughs> we we ain't got nothing like that here. The, the school yeah, is growing now, but uh, then no, my my graduating kindergarten class was four kids, and I was hey, I just want to throw out there now, I was the tallest kid in the class. Oh wow! <laughs> always, yeah. always got to point that out. <laughs> it don't matter what I where I've been. I've always been the shortest. <laughs> they had a memories picture come up today on Facebook, and it showed a picture of me, and I was just like, "How do I get stuck in the back every time?" And I'm the <laughs> shortest person on the team. Love it. 
Yeah, but I mean, I just, I just never realized how small I am. I just never, you know, I mean, of course, I was probably like seventy pounds lighter, but I mean, just never realized how short I am. Sometimes it just bees that way, you know. We weren't, we weren't given everything. I can't have good, uh, look, I can't have good looks and be tall. I just only got good looks. Exactly, so. <laughs> man. I, don't, I don't have the looks either. I tried out midget porn, but it didn't work out. <laughs> you, were, hey, you were just too tall for midget porn, that's all. Yeah, that. <laughs> I, I lacked other places. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, you can't have it all, okay? Yeah, yeah. So. Your your little hands, it's just one of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So listen, uh, do you get a fine, a fine glove? Yeah, yeah. You uh, you you said you had some stuff. You got you got anything else to fire away with? I think we're about to wrap this thing up. Unless you got you got anything else you want to grill me with tonight? No, worst movie ever. Oh, um, the one with all the action heroes, Expendables. Oh God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, here's the deal: they made a second one. Adam, they made a second one. <laughs> I thought they even made a third one. And, dude, if they won't, like, they, every, every dude that was somebody was in those damn movies, man. Yeah, and it's crazy to me, because they were terrible movies. Yeah, I mean, even, like, even Harrison Ford. I mean, and Bruce yeah. Willis, and uh, Kelsey, Gra- Kelsey Grammer. I mean, what the frick was he in there for? And, uh, yeah, just, whatever. But and then I would argue with my son that was like uh that I wanted to fight what's her name? Um What's the chick that beat everybody's ass and then couldn't win another fight forever? She was famous as hell. She was in the movie. Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah. I kept telling her I could she was Ronda in that Rousey movie? Ass. Yeah, she was in one of them, yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I mean I said, dude, she's only like hundred and fifty pounds. Oh so like, <laughs> Matthew <laughs> Matthew Clark says they did make three expendables. I that, thought they did. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. wild. That yeah. movie was like I I didn't even make it through. Uh, he so he uh, Jason says that Ronda Rousey's in the third one. Oh okay, that's right. And, and, and Tony's vote for the worst movie ever is Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder wasn't. It was weird, like, but like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. when he played the black guy, that was funny. I mean. <laughs> See, I, like that movie to me was like the dry, almost like Napoleon Dynamite type of humor. Yeah, like, you, you're right. you've yeah. got to be in the mood to watch. I love Napoleon Dynamite. You you've yeah. got to be in the mood to watch that movie though. Otherwise, you're gonna be like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, the but, one thing that everybody got like so bent out of shape was the um, Tom Cruise character, and they all thought that was hilarious. And I was like, no, uh-uh. I, I, that <laughs> didn't. I think he thought it was hilarious, but I mean, he. But he's a weird dude, but he's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. Sure, but, like, he's just kind of weird. But but um, but yeah, Robert Downey Jr. being the black guy was funny. I mean, because <laughs> it was so racist. I mean, it was just, yeah. like so offensive, man. And I was just, but it was kind of funny in the same sense or whatever. But uh, Mo- movies had no <laughs> I don't know. movies had no chill at a certain point in time. Yeah, well, um, dude, could you imagine being a comedian today? Oh, no, I cannot. We're going to move on to other topics, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Tropic Thunder, I didn't think it was terrible. But definitely, it, it, it's like down there. I'm, I'm giving Tony, I'm, yeah, I'm giving Tony some credit. It. It's it's down there as far as, like, like this is kind of lame. But uh, for sure, got to be The Expendables. I made it through, like, a, uh, maybe 40-ish minutes of that movie. We went and seen it in theaters. I'm not really sure why. 
Like I was just like, uh, what do you want to call it? So we were all living in Alabama. So when I, I took that work transfer to Alabama and there was a bunch of us down there and it's like, we all went and did stuff together. Cause like yeah. we didn't have anybody else. We didn't have family or anything. So we all just got together and did something there, but it's like, Oh, let's go see this movie. And I was thinking going in, like, this is not my kind of movie. And sure enough, 40 minutes in, I just went and sat in the car until the movie was over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I just could know, not do crazy. it. Yes. Stallone wrote a couple brilliant movies. Yeah. You know, I mean, Rocky's was a great. Rocky Three to me, was, like, my childhood greatest movie for my child, childhood. But and he, he kind of plays the dumb boxer that's been punched in the head too much. And... Then when you see him act in these movies, you're like, oh, I don't think that was acting. I mean, I think it might be who he is. But yeah, say, I don't, so, I don't know. Yeah, so so listen real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and then we're gonna watch this video. I found this video. Of this guy hitting this home run with this other team's bat. Oh really? Okay. You're you're talking about <laughs> like envisioning people as a different actor, right? Like you see you uh-huh. see an actor in one role and you can't like take them away. So. The very first movie that I ever saw Tom Hanks in was Forrest Gump. Oh, wow. So. I think the first thing I ever saw him in was that show he was on where he dressed like a woman. Now I'm intrigued because I have not seen that one. <laughs> oh, you don't remember it? No. So him and this dude were, they worked in this office and they had a, and they had these great jobs, I guess. And can't remember like bosom buddies or something like that whoa and they, yeah but they were like what website were you on watching this was that that one we were talking about at the start of the podcast <laughs> no i promise it wasn't it's weird though, but it was a very big time hit show in the 80s and they would i can't remember if they had to dress up like a woman when they lived in, in the apartment or they had to dress up like women to do the job they had to keep the job they had i can't remember oh, no. what the but they both had to dress up like women and portray themselves as girls and then they would be the two guys and say both of those were their sisters and it was it was weird i don't but it was like bosom buddies oh yeah dude you gotta check it out you yeah check it out one time yeah uh, maybe 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 not um <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah i know because shit was so, you know the shit that you thought was funny back then oh yeah for it, sure it, just, it does not relate like like that. uh the movie mrs doubtfire would never go over today would, oh, would, would not fly, but but uh-huh. to me personally, like I love Robin Williams is one of my favorite actors, so uh-huh. like that was always like uh, right you know that was the spot for me movies like that. It's like Robin Williams, he can make anything funny, he really could. Oh that, yeah, that movie today though would not fly. Oh no, they would there would be so many people having problems with that movie and stuff. Yeah, for it's, sure. You know, oh uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, like I said, circling back. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't want to go there. So the first movie, you know, we were talking about uh, seeing like having an actor stuck in like a certain type of persona after you see them in one movie. Um, so I was young. I was a kid. I saw Forrest Gump. It was the first movie I ever saw Tom Hanks in. And then not too long after that, uh, I was uh, Apollo 13. I watched Apollo 13. And then I see Tom Hanks come on there, and as a child, I thought to myself, holy shit, they're sending this dumb guy to outer space. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only thing, like, like I, I watched that whole movie thinking like, yeah. this guy is not smart enough to be out here. What is he doing? Just like yeah. not, not being able to separate the fact that like, he's just an actor. Yeah. You know, it, it's just crazy. Like, I, w- well, I was young enough you to not. You think about, I saw this. I don't remember where I saw the story the other day. It kind of thinks like that. So this dude, 
his mom said, hey, you need to, you know, you got to take your SAT or something like that. And the guy was like barely going to school. And it was a video. It was like a video clip I saw. It says he was going, barely going to school. He says he had, it was his junior year. He takes the SAT. And his mom says, we got your SAT results back. And, you know, time goes by or whatever. And he does like, he scores like a 14 something. Okay. And, and this dude was like, he was, he was failing his junior year. He was going to basically, he thought he was going to drop out. And they were like, what? And he says, and they asked me, they were like, everybody's like, did you cheat? And he's like, I <laughs> yeah. I mean, his mom asked him, he's like, did you cheat? And he's like, no, I didn't cheat. He said, I tried to, I said, but it, it wouldn't work. And it was like, so the dude was like, huh? So he like started trying. Like he, he went to every one of his classes, tried really hard, got, went on to school, went to, got his degree and, um, Got a, I can't remember what he became, but so he made, how you doing, buddy? He, did, he, he basically was successful. And basically, I think it was, I can't remember when they told him. They said, oh, hey, by the way, so the, the SAT people came back and said, hey, man, um, we made a mistake. We sent out 13 um, scores, and they were all wrong. Oh, no. Somebody, yeah, they had like a 700. Oh. <laughs> and, and, the guy, and the point of the video was, was like, if you just go, if you just think you're something else and just go do it, maybe you can just do it. And you're not the smart guy, but you just worked hard and you know took something serious and he made something out of himself for getting that the, that in, you know incorrect score. Yeah, work, and, uh, working to earn something. Yeah, I crazy mean, thing, right? Who says that? Um, you know, Forrest Forrest couldn't go, you know, to Harvard. <laughs> well, I, it, it was a it was a wild concept. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> I know people 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 shit on that movie now, but it was a great movie, man. What Forrest Gump? Oh yeah, there's a What's lot. What's a classic? I know, but a lot of people shit on it now. Hey, you send them my way. Yeah, but I mean, you would be surprised. I listen to a lot of podcasts and see how they. And I'm like, are you serious? Dude? It's like, <laughs> yeah. That movie's probably been watched just as much as you know, because it always came on TBS, TNT, or whatever for, AMC, and, for good reason. Yeah, because everybody would just rewatch it over yeah. and over and stuff and all. And uh, oh, and I had a guy that was my coach, my um, our coach of our team ran our team for the last ten years, and he goes and he was, you know, fifty years old now, and he goes and joins the National Guard. And damn, if he don't become a lieutenant, and his name was Lieutenant Dan. And oh I no! Telling, yeah, <laughs> and we called it was like. And we'd constantly be like, Lieutenant Dan, you got legs. And just <laughs> uh, nonstop. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. But you just, the joke never got old. I mean, it just never got old. It did with him, but. Yeah. yeah. That is funny. For, yeah. Anybody that wants to knock Forrest Gump, though, I mean, listen, it's a very relatable movie. I mean, you know, Forrest busting a nut when he's got a titty in his hand. I mean, it's it's a very relatable <laughs> movie. <laughs> Yeah, or when he tells Bubba to stick his lip in, I was like, "What?" <laughs> so the other night, somebody was getting shot off, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, there's no no so chill wrong. with those movies. Yeah. Like like you just couldn't get away with that stuff today. And it was funny, uh, like you you talk about the whole Bubba Gump thing. So we made Sloppy Joe's here a few nights ago. Like this is after dark hours now, right? We're just talking about random <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we made Sloppy Joe's the other night, and. It was see we had sloppy joes and French fries and macaroni and cheese, and I thought to myself like instead of putting this on a bun, what if I made a bed of fries, put the sloppy joe meat on, and then put the mac and cheese on top? And like I'm still not sure how I feel about it. I ate it, 
and it wasn't bad. I made a second bowl, but I'm yeah. still not sure how I felt about it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not a big cheese guy, but I could see people liking something like that big time. I mean, it sounded like it would be one of those state fair things. Yeah, and then the next night we had leftover Sloppy Joes, so I put the Sloppy Joes into a grilled cheese. Okay. And just like, just try, you know, it's like, I don't know what else to do. Just, I was literally just like, throw stuff together for dinner. Now I've done that before. Throw stuff together for dinner night. Uh, I am not lying. Just come over here. I'll turn the webcam on. If you're going to stand there and run your mouth. Yeah. Cause I've done that before. Yeah. Get out of here. Go put a shirt on. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Wait, she reminds me of something. Did you hear that thing that uh, Charles Barkley said? That Kenny Smith asked Charles Barkley why he never bought his woman a watch. No, he said because there's a he said because there's a um, clock on the stove. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. So it's it, circling back. Wait, we're we're really we're really bad. Uh, Jason, have a good night, buddy. Um. So anyway, the the the. Sloppy Joe thing, so the Sloppy Joe and the grilled cheese, right? So I sent, uh, so I sent the the first picture that the first night I sent a picture to a group of my buddies from work. And the next uh, night I sent a picture of the the grilled cheese with the Sloppy Joe stuff, and he says you're like the Bubba Gump of, of Sloppy Joes. Said <laughs> 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 so, uh, said Sloppy Joes and fries, Sloppy Joes and grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the list mean, just goes on and on. We used to, you make me think of those shrimp burgers that we used to get. Down Ooh, here. that would be good. Yeah. That's a, by the way, Grumpy Snacks. I got, like, so he was on y'all's podcast one night, and he said shrimp was overrated. Oh, dude, he is so wrong. Uh-oh. Uh, I yeah, wonder if he's in here. <laughs> yeah. Shrimp is not overrated, dude. He just had it wrong. And if you do it right, if you do it like a shrimp bowl with the, uh, what does everybody use? Um, Old Bay season. Sorry, guys. Dude, you take that and get a cocktail sauce, a great cocktail sauce. My dad made a cocktail sauce, dude. Oh my gosh! If you need it Viagra tonight, you need some of that shit. That's getting <laughs> you going, huh? Yeah, yeah, because it had so much horseradish in that shit, man. But it was so freaking good. And dude, I mean, I'm not lying. You would like look for other shit when you ran out of shrimp to to, to dip it in. The co- oh my god, yeah, dude. it was so. But I like horseradish, so I like shit strong like that. Like, I mean, I'm not lying. I've gone in restaurants and started crying because the horseradish is so strong. <laughs> and, but yeah, but he would sit there dude, and make the best horseradish. Dude. I, I wish I remember his recipe, um, what he did, but it was for him to say shrimp is already I'm like, Oh my God, my son would kill him. Yeah. Dude, shrimp is good. I, so my wife made me some shrimp on father's day, butter, garlic, shrimp, unreal. Oh yeah. Oh, so oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Shrimp with a steak is awesome too. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's definitely one of my favorites. Dude, a little shrimp, a little steak, especially if I'm doing like the steak on like a, uh, the, like the, fl- uh, the flat top or like in a cast iron, you just throw the yeah. shrimp in. I mean, just they're along for the ride. Surf and turf, baby. Let's go. Me, me and Dakota went and got a uh, Mexican tonight and I do this thing and everybody stares at me now, but I always get, are you sure that's why they're staring at you? <laughs> yeah, it might be. I don't know. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. Probably, yeah. It's probably could be, I don't, I'm not wearing a shirt. But <laughs> <laughs> so i got this buddy of mine it's, it's, so the the way back og podcast stuff uh, my buddy gabe uh-huh. so every now and then he'll facetime me and just be like hey man what are you doing 
Like nothing. What are you doing? He's like, well, he said, uh, I was going to take my shirt off and eat a hot dog later. Didn't know if you wanted to watch or not. <laughs> <laughs> Shit gets me every time too. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, I just want some people do would call me when they're taking a shit. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? What are you done? Well, no, because when they're done, they got to get up and go do something. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. But no, no the, um, the thing, I always take salsa and pour it on my Spanish rice. And everybody stares at me like I'm a freak or something. I don't hate that idea, though. I do, I do it. I, did, I accidentally spilled some on there one time and I ate it. And I was like, huh. And then the rest is in history. Yeah. So, <laughs> So, so yeah, dude, I mean, I put a lot in there too, though, but it, it honestly spices it up. So. So you talk about Mexican restaurants and shrimp. So yeah. they got this deal here at the Mexican restaurant just down the road. Uh, Spencer, if you drive, I know you drive the UPS truck. Oh, you, I forgot you can't stop for lunch. Never mind. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, they got a deal called the Papas Fajitas. It is chicken and steak and chorizo and shrimp and green peppers. Mm-hmm. And uh, onions all grilled up over a baked potato, cheese on top. I can do everything but the cheese, but that sounds pretty good. Dude, it's good. It's, it's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they do something like uh, this big Hawaiian thing like that. Yeah. And it's pork, uh, all of the stuff you just mentioned, but it's, it's, got, it's like in a pineapple. But it's pretty good. I, don't, I mean... And it's like a the pineapple. I guess it's like seared. Uh huh. But it, I don't know. It just it has like the Hawaiian fajitas, and that's kind of like what it is. I don't hate that. That that sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it's just something local here. I always get the what do they call it? The fajitas tahanas, which is the steak, shrimp, and um, chicken. Mm. Yeah, so good. <laughs> so listen, we're gonna finish this up here. I got to get to bed. Yeah, um, I don't know if you want to stick around for this this clip here. You can't. I don't know how like how late you'll be seeing it compared to um, what it'll be here. But I'm going to play this clip, um, and then we will wrap things up. I'd say you're probably going to be like five seconds behind me as far as seeing it goes. We're just okay. going to let it rip here. <laughs> So that's legend type shit right there. You'll see it yeah. here in a second. <laughs> that's shit you like you etch in on your tombstone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That's like legend shit. Yeah, yeah. For, for real. <laughs> so yeah, that does it for the podcast. I'm glad I found the clip. Thanks for stopping in, Adam. It's a great time. Yes, it always sir. a good time when we podcast together. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, for real. So, sweetheart, in case you hit it.
Hey, and for real, before, before you finish up here, whether you're on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, when you get done, head over to Adam's channel, smash that subscribe button, check out his content, all kinds of good stuff on there. Yeah, I'm 10 away from 3,000. Oh, you're growing. So for the bat giveaway, so if you in, you better get in for the contest. So the giveaway is for 3,000? Yep. I can I wrestle up. I can wrestle up 10 subs just so I can get in the subscription subscription. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, make a bunch of fake accounts. I was going to say, I'm going to make 10 Google accounts. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, podcast, yeah, the subscriber's name is I'll Blow Adam, whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go subscribe with, uh, with, with all three of my YouTube channels. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I got to get everything in anywhere I can, right? <laughs> I know, because I, I, I was going to do the balls in a hat, and I ran out of hats. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's not a bad so thing, said, though. Well, yeah, and so I threw the, um, I said, I'll throw another bat in there, so I don't have to buy, order a whole another batch of hats. And then the balls, uh, I think Bobby's out of balls, like DP balls. Yeah. So, so he, he's he's got, he's got rockets, and he's got, I, I was actually on the phone with him tonight. He's going to be on... Uh, not this coming week, but I think the week after that, unless I'm going to okay. be on vacation. But I, I got to oh. look at the schedule and get everything figured out with that. But uh, the plan is to have him on again very soon. I talked to him tonight. He's got rockets, he's got 575s, and he's got long-haul bomber balls in stock. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a and, lot of dudes doing reviews with long-haul bomber balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. But listen. Hey, have a good night, man. Yeah, thanks for stopping in. Always a good time. And you guys, swing hard in case you hit it, and we'll all catch you next time. All right, bud. We'll talk to you later. See you, buddy. Bye.